everyone. I am doing a segment with a few of my favorite couples from church. The first couple is Michael and Leanne. I was struggling with my walk with God, especially with purity at a time. And I had convinced myself that everyone was a problem but me. And having come to um, communicate with them and have conversation, I realized there's a lot God wants to do in my life. And being with them, I just remember how tangible God's presence was. And I decided to do this podcast for single people like me who need to be encouraged and also want to have a change um, in their lives. Um, So I've got a few questions that I want to ask them. And I know that, you know, whenever I'm in their presence, I just come out better. So you guys can answer whichever way (laughs) you'd like. And uh, the first question is, when did you first meet? How old were you and where were you? You better answer how old were you. I'm bad at that (laughs) Well, we met. um, The first time we met was I was grade eight and he was matric. But we, um, I didn't like him much. (laughs) No. Um, I thought he thought a lot about himself. Like being... Um, yes, but I was mostly friends with his sister. She was my age. Okay. And that's where we kind of saw each other and met each other. But then he went off to YWAM. Oh, wow. Um, after school. Okay. And then after YWAM, he worked in Joburg for a little bit. And then he went to the States for his school of worship, also through YWAM. Wow. But when he came back, so that was, um, was two years. Yes. (laughs) It was like two and a half years after yeah. we first met, mm-hmm. but we didn't have a friendship or anything. Um, then another friend, a mutual friend, yeah, uh, she was uh, also in YWAM with him, but she was good friends with me and my mother. And she told me she her one of her best friends came from the states now, and she really misses him. And can she invite him over, and we will have a nice chat? And I was like, I don't think I like him that much, and I don't think we gel. And then, uh, but she, but she did it anyway. Yeah. And then Michael came over, and he had coffee with us, and we just clicked, Aww. and we started talking and talking and talking. But um, then we realized we liked each other, yeah. and of. Uh, other people said it was very obvious. We didn't think it was so obvious. The whole, you know, flirting around yeah. and just having a lot of time to talk. Uh, this was in 2002. Mm-hmm. And then uh, February 2003, we decided, no, we want to date. Okay. And uh, so we had a long discussion. It was very much more of, I think the biggest thing for us that uh, we did was we talked. Yeah. And we made sure that we discussed everything. And then, uh, yeah, so I was 16 uh-huh. going on 17 when we started I dating. <laughs> he was 20. <laughs> wow. Yes. So okay. he was studying through the post, uh-huh. his theology degree, uh-huh. while I was still in school. In well, school. I was uh, I was homeschooled. Okay. So, but I was still in high school. And, yeah. I don't know if you want to add something. <laughs> yeah, no, I got to defend myself. Yeah, I just, 
to be I want to point to I liked her from the start oh. when she was when she was in grade eight I really liked her I don't know if I'm allowed to say that but that's okay I was I was still a teenager so it's not gross um, uh, I, I liked her and I think it's because I liked her that I came across so painful because I used to tease her all the time because what I liked about her was that she just didn't take any nonsense from me. She just, most of the girls, no, you when you're in matric and you're in a youth group or something, most of the sort of young girls are all just like, anything you say is wonderful. Yeah. Anything I said to her, she, she fought with me about it. It was fantastic. So I liked her for that. And uh, yeah, no, and then my friend, our, our friend uh, Krishna, who I had a, we had a long relationship with and she, she'd helped me also through a lot of, my own personal baggage with uh, relationships and stuff before she was great she she was my in she she helped me to get into uh time to talk to leon yeah and uh we spent a lot of time yeah we spent a lot of time just drinking coffee mm-hmm. and chatting and for the, the first i think for the first month for the first month of us being together Krishna was always there, yeah. like a chaperone. <laughs> but later, I, I took her out for coffees and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So chatting was yeah the big thing. One of the things. Well, the next question. Um, let me. Yes. Sorry, Michael. What was the first thing that caught your attention when you met your spouse? Uh. I already said uh, I, I'm going to sound real deep now because it was <laughs> it was her brains, you see. Because <laughs> I, uh, yeah, no, it was as I said, it was because she had her own opinions and she 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 could she had a she didn't just agree with me on everything. She fought with me if I said stupid stuff to her, and uh, I liked that. And I, and I remember going. I remember. Like, I remember when I really liked it when I came back. Uh, and uh, we went out with a bunch of young guys, a bunch of youth. We went out to the campgrounds here, the Ark, and uh, it was just a getaway, a weekend or something. And we we played a lot of board games and sort of stuff like that. And and she played Thirty Seconds. <laughs> she, I mean, I like that stuff. I love board games, so I'm good at that. And, and Leon is, she was killer. Right? <laughs> so I was like, this is this is the woman for me. <laughs> And then we went, that night we went out and we, we looked at the stars and I showed everybody the constellations and stuff oh. out on the top there. I was trying to be very romantic. She was still not sure at all about <laughs> She was still giving me a skew eye. Okay. Anyway. Um, for me, I think um, the, the most, the thing that stood out to me the most was how real Michael was. He, yeah. He's not fake in yeah. any way. Um, and then obviously his relationship with God uh, because I think when you feel for me being in love or that beginning feelings of where you're feeling Sorry. Um, so what is the first thing that caught your attention when you met your spouse? Okay, so mine was that he wasn't fake, um, that he was very real. Um, I remember when we were doing Camp Crazy together, it's a kids' Bible camps um, for church, and he, um, he, uh, a kid threw up and he just cleaned up and he didn't care um, about the fact that he had to do the dirty work and 
that says a lot about character and then also that his relationship with God was real to him. It wasn't just a religious experience. Um, he was very um, real about God and with God. Thank you. Um, and when did you decide you want to marry your spouse, Michael? Uh, yo, I mean, I knew I wanted to marry Leon uh, pretty much as soon as she went off after high school. After high school, she went off to YWAM to Madagascar and Cape Town and stuff. And as soon as she left, I was depressed and I lost. I got so skinny and I lost all my weight. And, I was just, I really struggled without her, and I knew, no, this is no good. And so I was pretty sure then I wanted to marry her, but I, I, I didn't have anything. I didn't have any money, I didn't have any degree, I didn't have anything. I didn't have a job. I think I was, yeah, I was working as a waiter <laughs> for, yeah. while I was studying. And then I went to see Pastor Derek, and we came up with ideas of what I could do to, to get a job and all that sort of stuff. And I, I asked him, you know, you know, how long do you think I should wait before? And he's like, what are you talking about? Like, Get married, get married, don't, don't mess around, get married. And so we, I was pretty sure I wanted to get married straight away as soon as I could. But she, I mean, yeah, but I didn't know how she felt. So I went with her parents to Cape Town to visit her about halfway through her DTS with YWAM. And uh, we went and sat up on the roof on top of the YWAM building uh, there in Musenberg. And uh, we just talked very openly and honestly with each other about our expectations and what we wanted out of life and whether we, you know, she, you know, she had to understand that I'm never going to be the kind of guy who wants to make a lot of money and have all that sort of materialistic stuff just didn't really matter to me. And uh, we just had to both be on the same page about what we expected of each other. At that stage, I expected to have to like follow her off to be away <laughs> to somewhere while she was studying at university and stuff. And, yeah. We just had to be honest with each other about what we wanted and whether we were we were game and we were we were we were very game then. So when she came back from Madagascar, when she came back from Waiwai Mara, she was she was pretty ready for me to to propose. I needed. <laughs> <laughs> the next question is um, what have you learned about your partner in marriage that you didn't know when you were dating? Okay. Um, do you think you can get up like this? Yeah. Um, I just want to check that actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, well, I didn't know that you could be so real with someone when you when you when you marry somebody. You have all these expectations, and you you do think that the other person is perfect, and you're trying, like Michael uh, was saying earlier, you try to hide the parts of yourself um, that that's not perfect or that's fallible or human and as you as you carry on with your marriage you it gets put on the pedestal or your shortcomings and your sin and your um, the things that you struggle with yeah. and the fact that um, somebody can hear me say I am struggling with this and it's horrible and can you still love me even if I do and the person looking at you saying yes I do and I don't necessarily need you to change or be better or the best version of yourself all the time and um, 
Yes, so basically what I learned in marriage is that you can be Jesus for that person. Mm. And and still feel so loved and accepted even if you are on a journey of healing or recovery or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Leon's got a very uh, complicated personality. Uh, she... uh, after you after you finish uh, listening to this podcast you can go look up uh, 16personalities.com and do the INF, uh, do the uh, Myers-Briggs personality tests and uh, you'll find out a lot about yourself uh, Leon is INFJ and I am uh, ENFP <laughs> uh, so we're, we're very different from each other I'm very extroverted and she's very introverted etc etc but we actually work very very well together and um the more, the longer we've been married, the more intimate we become, the more the real personality comes out. Because the, the less guards you, you have, the less, the less likely you are to try to hide the things about your personality that irk other people, mm-hmm. that, uh, that can be a bit uh, abrasive. Uh, uh, so we're really, really honest with each other about our feelings and about our, our thoughts and about everything. And what that does is then you really get to see who the other person is and What's beautiful about that is that often what Leon thinks of as her weaknesses are the things that I find most beautiful about her. You know, if she finds herself, if she thinks of her, her, to be a weakness to 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 worry too much about what people think or to or to be afraid about to fall apart because her friends are struggling or they're going through difficult things. She thinks of it a weakness, but I think it was a strength because I, I see her compassion, I see her her warmth towards people, and how giving she is emotionally with people. And uh, so she just becomes more and more beautiful, the more um, the more intimate and honest we are with each other as time goes on. Yeah. And what do you wish you could have done more of when you were single? And what areas of your life would you wish you could have spent more time on? Okay, um, basically, we didn't date for a very long period, and we dated during high school. Yeah. I was um, 16, 17, so we had to have very clear boundaries, but I think every person should have very clear boundaries, boundaries. and we um, are very big supporters of the Don't Date Naked book, which uh, basically tells you that you are basing your dating relationship on... Um, Ephesians 6 hey it's Ephesians 6 the yeah or 5 the armor of God Mm. so what they boil it down to is that you have to make sure that you your goal in in your dating relationship is to protect yourself and your partner because you don't necessarily know from the beginning that you're going to marry that person I know for some people it is miraculous like that they have this instant knowing and God reveals it to them and for most people it's not like that so you yeah no well obviously we were very young you can't be a 16 year old well you can be a 16 year old (laughs) and know you want to marry somebody but most of the time hormones play a part and that is not necessarily something you should trust yeah and um it's always better to base your well your ideals Mm. on the word of god okay so then 
what what you do is you you lay down your boundaries you say this is how we are going to do our dating relationship now we were very specific being teenagers mm. um, I think as an adult with dating you you're gonna have a totally different set of rules yeah um, obviously with the same goal in mind mm-hmm. purity your relationship with God must stay this not the same actually deepen mm-hmm. because any um, dating experience should actually bring you closer to God yeah uh, because you will never let go of God in a godly dating experience. Mm. So we were very um, strict, if mm. I can say it um, like that, uh, because we were teenagers. Mm. And uh, we wrote down all our, uh, our rules and what we wanted out of the relationship. What okay. we wanted out of the relationship is to walk away either in marriage mm. or if we or if we do split up we Mm. walk away whole Mm. i'm not saying you won't be sad or you won't have a terrible mourning period that you have to go through but you will basically know that what you are going to stand in front of your husband or wife one day saying i did the best i could to protect my heart Mm. my body whatever because it's not about rules and regulations and say seeing how far you can go sexually Mm. or how um how amazing your relationship is it's more about what is my goal Mm. and one day i want to have a marriage that's based on truth and not lies and so yeah i think uh for me i didn't i don't have anything that i would do better Mm. or because I think we, we, we focused ourselves on making this relationship at, as godly as possible, not yeah. by being perfect, but yeah. by being real, yeah. by saying, this is the truth. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, we are going to have rules and we're going to not be alone mm. and stuff like that. So I think we did a good job. Yeah. yeah. And when we, say, when we say protecting yourself and being whole, we're not just talking about you know, protecting your virginity because it's a very small thing mm. in comparison to mm. other things that you need to keep hold. If you're in a relationship with somebody and you are emotionally intimate with them and you, you're mm. vulnerable with them and then you are in that kind of relationship and you haven't set boundaries that protect each other, then you hurt each other mm. badly. You walk away emotionally scarred yeah. and damaged and you take that into your next relationship. Mm. That's why we were protecting ourselves and each other we're protecting each other that's what we mean by being whole yeah coming out of it i just want to say that we also we we got married young but we waited a long time to have kids yeah yes. <laughs> so like the idea of like like I, I think some people are like oh man i wish i was single again and still do all that fun stuff <laughs> we did, we had years and years of just just sort us. of student life yeah. we just had it together yeah you know we yeah, we, we did had a wait fantastic a we waited six years to have children wow. we just had it yeah. we, had so we married young we yeah could. yeah um, <laughs> so we had lots of fun yeah we know. did our traveling and we did our endless binge watching of tv <laughs> movies we just did it married like <laughs> we just did it married yeah yeah okay um what are three things that single people should know about when choosing a significant other? It can't be more or less. Three things. Yeah. <laughs> things we should know about another person. All right, man. Good. Yoga. Yeah. Uh, firstly, mm. I think you should 
before you commit yourself to anybody, even yeah. if it's just a dating relationship, yeah. you should uh, know what that person's values are. Hmm. Um, there's, there's no use really in mm. trying to start dating yeah. and doing the emotional I, you know, I love you mm. and working it out if you know that this person wants to go live in Europe one day yeah. and you don't mm. yeah. or this person wants to have six children and you don't <laughs> you know yeah. you only want two Yeah. and if he wants six and you want two it might change mm. but it, it might it's also unlikely. not it took it's a unlikely. long time to, yeah. for us to change from wanting me wanting two kids and you wanting two <laughs> yeah. that took a lot of work at least the numbers were quite <laughs> close yeah it's not an extreme <laughs> so values and yeah. dreams should mm. should at least work together mm. um, look I'm not saying that you can't change yeah. we've changed yeah. for each other yeah. but I think you can spare yourself a lot of hurt if you know um, that this person values the same things mm. Yeah. how much do you want to have to compromise this mm. is the question yeah. Your, who you so are. talk a lot about this before saying um, let's date. Mm. Talk about it. Be friends. Go for coffees. You know, mm. work this out. Mm. Do we want the same thing? Yeah. Uh, that's number one. Uh, number two is that um, that they have a living relationship with God. Mm. There's a difference between saying I'm a Christian yes. or I go to church, but really knowing that this person will seek God when mm. the pawpaw hits the fan. Yeah. When things go wrong in their lives mm. um, and also what happens if they suddenly under stress mm. how do they handle it mm. is it something you admire or is it something that you go oh <laughs> I don't think so you know that's yeah. number uh, two and I think number three is um, uh, what would I say I think I don't know I'll add a couple. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's important to be honest about your um, vices, mm. your addictions. Um. The, the reality is that everybody mm. has coping mechanisms. Mm. Uh, everybody struggles, everybody struggles in life. I mean, we all went through high school. High mm. school was horrifying. <laughs> it's so bad. So you, yeah. you then learn how to sort of self medicate mm. yourself in some way, you know, whether mm. you do it through binge drinking on the weekends or whether you do it through pornography or whatever mm. you do you do something yeah because uh, nobody is just fine mm. so having that conversation was really important because we both had to understand each other's um how we cope mm. with feeling stressed or overwhelmed mm. what, what do we do to make ourselves feel better how do we get endorphins yeah <laughs> to make ourselves better and in a, quite a negative way you know mm. if you can have that that intimate conversation while you're dating it will spare you a lot of drama later because you will never admit it later mm. when you're married uh, when you felt like I went into this with this person I fooled them I lied to them yeah. they didn't know this about me and then I made them marry me mm. and now how, how how is it fair for me to, to I have to I have to beat it mm. I have to beat this addiction mm. and that's that's never going to work Mm. Uh, you have to be uh, open with each other before about those addictions and, and those coping mechanisms, uh, sure. those character flaws. Yeah. Um, and then I have one more piece of advice. It's a good idea to know the other person's family. Mm. <laughs> yes. Oh, gosh. Because you marry the family, man. You don't yeah. just, it's any culture. Forget it. You marry yeah. the family. Uh, uh, and, I mean, I... I, I, I 
I think we both scored really well. Yeah, yeah. so the family. Yeah, very lucky. <laughs> because I mean, Leon's yeah. parents loved me, and my parents loved Leon, and, mm. and we came from similar backgrounds in the sense that mm-hmm. our parents were both very serious uh, in their relationship with the Lord, mm. and you know, very moral people and very stable people. Mm. And we didn't have that sort of a, a clash, yeah. uh, in sort of family values. But I know a lot of people who mm. really struggle. They, they committed themselves emotionally and, mm. and to the person before they understood what they were getting into because mm, yeah. you are going to have to get the whole family mm. that's a bit of a sour sad note but it's it true, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah um if you could go back to being single i don't know i don't think i think i'm gonna skip that one because you guys covered it so well um but um what advice do you have for single people yeah if sure if though if you're um you know the wife or the husband whichever knowing that singleness is not a curse Oh. Knowing that if you are single, mm. enjoy it. Yeah, it's, it, it's not either or. Mm. You're not either your happiest when you are with somebody, mm. and you're unhappiest when you are alone. Mm. You are in a very fortunate situation when you are single, yeah. where you can focus all your energy on your uh, relationship with God, mm. your dreams, mm. and your passions. You yeah. know what you love to do. Mm. And once you have somebody in your life, you have to learn to navigate to the mm. two. Um, and that's what ties in with knowing that this person shares your values and mm. stuff. So you don't have to compromise excessively. Yes. Um, but at the same time, knowing that this is a blessing, and don't constantly say to God, "But Lord, why?" Why am I not meeting the person? Mm. Where is that person now? Instead, change it to, Lord, show me what you want for me. Sure. Like, right now. Mm. It might not, your spouse might only come five years later. Mm. And then you wasted five years with this cringing feeling of, I'm missing out on yeah. something. Yeah. And it's not like that, you mm. know. Singleness can also be a gift. Mm. Um, and then when you finally meet somebody... Don't immediately go and say, well, this person is my be-all, end-all now. Mm. Uh, Immediately say to yourself, this person can add value to my life, Mm. but I am still who I am. Mm. Because I see a lot of, especially girls, Mm. um, young ladies, it's all they chase. It's that perfect guy. And there's no perfect guy Mm -mm. except... The person Me. you are, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> except the person that is willing to walk with you. Yeah, you know, in all the <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I guess it's like that for. But I, in men, I see more of a thing of that women are expendable. Mm. You know, they go from the one to the to next, another, yeah. and then to the. Uh, in, in that sense, they never grow deeper. Mm. Can be for women too, yeah. But it's just culturally we tend to be like that. Girls seem, or young women seem to yearn for the partner, mm. and men seem to think, but I will one day get, get somebody, one, and yeah. they will they mess with other people's mm. feelings. But yeah, and then also just be like you have told us with mm. your journey. Be honest with yourself, mm. and rather work your own problems out mm. before you meet the next person. 
yeah. you know, because yeah. there's no use in just carrying on and hurting and hurting mm, and hurting. More people. It's, it's more people and yourself. Yeah. Because yeah. you never get to a place of total healing. Mm. Um, I think my advice to single people is to remember that the way you treat um, a girl when you're dating uh, is going to be very similar to the way you treat her when you're married. Um, mm. So if you are disrespectful, then you're going to be disrespectful later. It won't change the way. Yeah. It won't change who you are. Mm. Just to get uh, get married. Mm. Um, so if you're disrespectful then you're going to be disrespectful. If you are, are refused to compromise, then you'll refuse to compromise when you're married too. So learn learn what it is that you need to be as a husband and be there while you're, while you're dating. Mm. Uh, so I'm saying this to men. Learn what it is you have to be as a husband and mm. be that while you're dating. Mm. Everything except the sex. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And you're more than yeah. time to work on that. <laughs> yeah. And then... Um, um, actually, I think whilst whilst you uh, now this is not part of occasions, mm. but on what advice on purity then? Because I think that's another thing. It is, it's the thing you need yeah. to talk about. Well, for me, the obvious thing is talking about it. Okay. Get it out in the open. Yeah. From the from the start, make it part of who you are. Mm. In terms of when you meet somebody and you realize I'm starting to like this person, mm. talk about it. Yeah. What are your values? Mm. What do you see as <coughs> sorry, as acceptable or not? Because mm. what the one person think is acceptable is different from the other person. Yeah. And that's just real life. Mm. We are all different. Um, and you must know that you're not going to compromise mm. and make that fr- from the start. This yeah. is my level and other and people also have different levels, mm. if I can say it like that of um, like I know of people who say they're not going to kiss before marriage mm. because it's that important to them. Mm. Then there's people like we kissed, we mm. cuddled, we um, we frayed like crazy. yes, <laughs> but, <laughs> we, but with, with rules, with, with boundaries, rules, yeah. And, and yeah. we also learned to fast because yes. we were aware of our chemistry. Yes, mm. that's my advice. Learn yeah. learn your biology. Sure, yeah. because there are certain brain chemicals and, mm. and things that react at different points in your relationship mm. and they are controlling you and mm. if you are aware of what they are mm. it's a lot like diet you know yeah like if you can learn to read your body signals you'll mm. be able to you know you know give yourself the right reward at the right mm. time sort of that diet thing if you're aware, aware of your your brain chemistry mm. you'll know that you can't just you can't just go into the physical part of, of a dating relationship mm. thinking I'm just going to be a good guy. It's not going to happen mm. because of how the brain chemistry works and how your, your body is pushing you towards intimacy constantly, constantly, mm. constantly because of how you're going to go into withdrawal symptoms when you're away from the person. Mm. It's a natural thing. Mm. And if you understand your chemistry, you're also going to feel less guilty about it mm. because you understand it's natural. Yeah. What you're going through is a natural physiological thing and if you understand it, then you can also control it mm. because... That's why I like, for example, we, we would fast from from physical kissing. touching and kissing. Yeah. <laughs> because we knew there's a certain level of mm. these sort of brain chemistry things going on in our bodies now that we need to take down again. Mm. And you can, because we you can can't get married it. the next week. Mm. If you're dating, you can't just say, okay, now we're married. Mm. So you have to learn that. And then also just having very clear-cut rules. If mm. you struggle to, um, you know, when... 
when the relationship starts getting a little more heated mm. if you struggle to put on the brakes mm. have more clear rules like not being alone rather date in a group yeah um if you're having a date night make sure that you have somebody in else in the house mm. that knows yeah. that you guys you are having but that is you know it's different for every person and yeah. you just have to be very honest with yourself the Jews, mm. the Jews are very clever about it they they, yeah. they you know, because they have the Torah, mm. and then to protect the Torah, mm. they have the Talmud, mm-hmm. which is a hedge around it. In other words, there mm. are rules that help you to keep the rules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what you need. You need hedging rules because yeah. if your rule, let's just be real open mm. about this, if your rule is I will not touch the girl's breasts, mm. when you're really worked up, that's not you're not thinking about the rules. Mm. But if your rule says I'm not going to. Uh, uh, be in a very uh, be in a car, be in a car, uh, kissing. I'm not going to go and have. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not going to be alone in a house mm. with the girl at night mm. because you know. Or, or we're going to do our dates, especially initially in in public, in public places. Because yeah. then I won't go and grab her breasts because mm. everyone will see me and the waiter will come and say, "Excuse <laughs> yes. me, sir, can you please stop doing that?" <laughs> you know, those sort of hedging rules are more intelligent because mm. they are sort of beyond your biological Mm. urges (laughs) and then having an accountability partner at least one person if Mm. not more Mm. that you can say this is where we're at in our relationship we Mm. struggled with that because being honest is really one of the best and most effective ways to keep purity Mm. intact because the moment we go and say oh no we're perfect Mm. we love the Lord we're not sleeping together Mm. but your hands are constantly trying to (laughs) go everywhere is that being honest no No. it's not and being putting it down and saying Mm. I am honest we struggled last week and Mm. then your accountability partner can call you maybe in the middle of the next week saying how are you doing are you laying it down before the Lord Mm. are you talking to your dating partner and it's good for you to have accountability partners with people where both of you know both of them and Mm. they are and they are a a couple yeah an accountability partner who's one of your single friends is Mm. not a good accountability partner because they're just so excited for you to have Mm. a relationship they're just like oh tell me what happened (laughs) that's not what you need you need someone who's gonna say he did what Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then he will call me like like I mean we had Sheldon and Kristen if mm. I had been a hooligan she told Kristen would call me and said hey man mm. what's your problem so <laughs> and, you know that's yeah so mm. <laughs> there you go <laughs> and then the, the last three questions are really just like a fun um, like fun three questions that I threw in there the, the one is what is your marriage verse what's like the one verse hmm. <laughs> well, we don't have one is it or a few we yeah well, we i mean there's not one that we specifically think of as our marriage verse but there were things that we we thought about a lot uh, in our premarital counseling mm. i remember possibly, yeah we did that too mm. I, I got two uh, yeah. the, the one is uh, that especially in the message version mm-hmm. where you read that, that that portion where paul's talking about how uh, his words evoke her beauty. Mm. That's such a truth, and it works both ways. It's not just mm. his words that evoke her beauty; it's the other way too. Mm. That uh, the way you talk to each other mm-hmm. needs to be healing, mm. needs to be um, whole making, mm. <laughs> if we like, rather than uh, anything else. What you say has got to be the way you treat the person; got to make them whole. Mm. And um, and the other one uh, I have is. This is a theological point, but there you go. That they submit themselves one to another, mm. both the husband and the wife. Mm. 
they submit themselves one to another, not mm. just the wife submits to the husband, mm. because you're looking for trouble if you do that. Mm. Um, I agree. Uh, I think you need, you need. It's a compromise both way, and it's a mm. submission both way. I submit my urges and my needs, and even when you were dating, we did mm. that. You know, if 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 for me it wasn't a problem to be, you know, doing a, a particular thing, it, it didn't make me all crazy mm. <laughs> sexually. <laughs> yeah. But it did something for her, or the other way around, which is mm. far more likely, by the way. For guys. <laughs> um, then it's important that that she would submit. Uh, to me in that area mm. as well you know so that yeah and that is where purity mm. i feel where purity starts yeah it's in that heart thing it's not about rules about not wearing um low-cut tops mm. or having your belly button show mm. or something like that it's more about what 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 is the heart here mm. you know it it's he might not care if my belly shows mm and won't hurt him but he might say okay that is driving me crazy mm. and you just have to say that's fine I mm. will wear something else you know yeah. I think it's the heart it's mm. not about rules and regulations mm. it's more about that submitting and submitting to Christ so yeah I mean, yeah I and then what is the one thing you wish you said more to yourself hmm. <laughs> I wish we said more to ourselves yeah. we say I love you a lot yeah, we say I love. It's very important to say. It's very important to say I love you. It's very important to say I'm sorry. It's yeah. very important to say thank you. Yes, mm. those basic. If you can get those three, very well, very well. Mm. Uh, you know, the, another plug: five love languages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Read that book mm. uh, because it's so good to understand what the other person actually needs to hear that from is. you or see from you or experience, receive from you. Yeah. Because you might think you're being very romantic and actually just be a pain in the butt. Yeah. I just, you know, I sometimes wish I could be less anxiety ridden mm. and much more present for Michael. Yeah. So it's not really what I would say, but I often, especially with three children, mm. need a little I get into a tiz, you know, because there's still food and there's still this and there's still that. And Mm. then, you know, I'm not really present for him. And Mm. I I often wish I could just snap out of it. I know what I I know. Uh, When we were first married, initially, I used to tell her to relax. That's a bad idea. (laughs) Never tell your husband or wife. She doesn't do that anymore. Really? Do not tell your wife. But it took me a while to learn. Okay. Every time I just want to tell someone, he's just like, just relax. Don't worry about it. And that would make me crazy because I needed to talk about it. Because my personality is like, yeah, just relax. It's not a problem. (laughs) Her personality, that's just crazy. Don't say that. Mm. (laughs) And then the last one is, what do you love most about your He's very generous. Um, He's generous with his love and Mm. his, like, he does not follow the whole thing that men work and women do household chores. Mm. He's, he, it's a very Very much, (laughs) he's very much a 50 50 man, which is a saving grace, Mm. you know. It's a saving grace when your husband tells you he'll make dinner yeah. when you know you have work to finish. Yeah. Or he will put the kids in bed when you just need to have a bath without them mm. touching you or screaming or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that I'd love that. And then it's also just his 
he he works very hard yeah like i've never met a person that works as hard as michael yeah i've never met a person that gives a hundred percent in all the areas of his life mm-hmm. there's not really uh for him there's nothing other than a hundred percent and mm. i you admire that because mm. it's like the total opposite of me <laughs> <laughs> and he has so many talents that he really uses for god mm. you know he has a talent for like worship and music mm. and um he loves teaching mm. he he has all these passions and talents that god gave him and mm. i've never seen somebody being so um what is the word dedicated mm. to what god has given him Yeah, and I love that about him. <laughs> What I love most about you. Um oh man, I I love um I struggled a lot with depression when I was when I was younger. Mm. And a lot of it came from self-esteem issues and the f- fear of not being good enough. Mm. And so I I hid my depression very very well. Mm. And uh Like my testimony is about that too. My mm. relationship with God, the big breakthrough f- for me with God was was finding that God didn't want anything from me. Mm. That, that God loved me and didn't mm. want anything from me. And that was a huge change in my life. Mm. And in the same way, that that's why Liana is such a grace for me that I know that she will love me even when I fall apart. Mm. Even that I don't have to be strong all the time. Mm. And uh and you know I try to be strong uh, most of the time but if I fall apart I know that she will she will be gentle with me and she will just love me and mm-hmm. kiss me and tell me that she's that I'm so <laughs> wonderful even when I'm a mess and, yeah uh, 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 that's not of a bum yeah <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I just thought I'd slip, slip that, that in there I just said Uh, well, thank you so much, guys. Um, I must say, my, my earliest memory—I think I've known you guys for a long yes. time. I—I I, we went on a great seven. We did, and yeah. I remember not having bought like swimming clothes yeah. that day, <laughs> and you took off your clothes yeah. and and um, borrowed them to me. And I'll 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 never forget, even then, um, at the time. Like I think I think I've had I'm like a prodigal daughter. <laughs> I've <Aww>. been <laughs> I like lived the wildest in my my idea of wild anyway. <laughs> But at the back of my mind, I've always had at the, I must confess. Um when I encountered your dating and I remember um at the time you guys were very vocal about your boundaries. You were very vocal about your walk with God, your um your um what can I call it? How you esteemed purity. I thought you guys were crazy. I honestly looked at you and was like, "Oh, oh, hell no. I am not going to go that road." And God had to um take you me so many others yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so crazy Most people don't want to talk to us about it because yeah. they're just scared actually, yeah actually andrew asked us to come talk to the youth yeah a little while ago and he specifically says don't talk about sex please <laughs> don't talk about love don't yeah <laughs> but yeah it's it's interesting because when i look back I realized that what i kind of had to learn on my own you guys always modeled And so when the when the, my biggest struggles with purity started coming um well actually when I started to accept that I had issues yes. 
and then I started to be uh, honest and real, I looked back and I thought to myself, actually, God, you've always had an example. I just chose not to, <laughs> not to um, look at it. And I just want to encourage you guys. I'm realizing that sometimes our um, our ministries might not seem impactful at the time. Mm -hmm. But I'm looking at how, I mean, it's been like, what, maybe 10 years? Yeah. <laughs> and it's I, more I, than that. <laughs> More than that. We were engaged, not married. Yet. Yeah, yes, yeah. We it, it was actually in 2005. Yes, we married 2006. Is April. it? Oh my word. So we weren't even married then. Yes. <laughs> so it's yeah. A long road. But thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. What? What? I'm so tired. Hi everyone. So I'm still on my series on interviewing couples and my next favorite couple is Kansi and Du. Um, again, like I said, having gone back and seen my journey in purity, in dating, I'm realizing the lack of married couples, especially black married couples. And I was looking at the people in my life who have modeled marriage for me um, in the best possible way and I love how you guys are passionate about young people and the fact that you still enjoy each other after all these years. I have a few questions I'd like to ask you because you're my favorites of course. <laughs> um, you can answer them whichever way you'd like and the length of the answer doesn't matter. So when did you first meet? How old were you and where were you? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we first met at, I, I was in varsity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was there. Construction project. He was working. Yeah, construction yeah. projects in Lesotho. He, yeah. he can tell better because I was in <laughs> campus. So he can tell how he came to be there. Okay. When did we first meet? Um, I, I went to that project in 2012. Mm -hmm. So that's when we met. Um... It was a construction project, and I apparently went to. Um, I was just looking for a church service, mm. uh, just around the area where I was residing, and a couple of young boys just showed me around the area. Eventually, <laughs> eventually we landed in a, in her campus, the mm. university. So. So basically, that's his his side. My side, I didn't see him that day when he came, like for the church service. Yeah, I saw him like a couple of weeks later. My friend Bulling, who plays a guitar, was he's musical, so they were obviously like gelling. They were mm. talking, and then I I saw Bulling, and I was like, 
Kulen, so who's that guy wearing the South African t-shirt? It was just after 2010. It was mm. not just, it was two years later. He's still wearing that t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, me, 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 I'm like, Kulen, you should tell your friend, this is Lesotho. Get him a Lesotho t-shirt. <laughs> you just get over South Africa. Okay? Mm. We know you're from South Africa, so why do you need to wear a t-shirt? Mm. He's like, I'm not going to tell him that. <laughs> okay, I'll tell him myself. <laughs> and then, Kulen's like, no, you're mean. Like, you just don't you can't do that mm. oh i can i will next week mm. you know and then next fast forward to next week i saw him and i'm like okay good and i have a conversation with him about his like um <laughs> proud african <laughs> ness with his t-shirt and then uh, he really turned out to be a really cool guy mm. and then i never even never even got to talk tell him about the, the t-shirt until <laughs> until we were like really close friend yeah. yeah that's how we met that's the long and short of how we met okay I was young I think I was 23 I'm 4 years old 23 so let's go back 23 yeah 23 yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Really yeah. sure yeah. yeah and then what was the first thing that caught your attention when you met your spouse okay yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe on my side, maybe her personality. Yeah. Um, I felt she was um, kind of different mm. than me. Okay. Um, in the sense that um, I think she was more outgoing. She's she's got this uh, personality about her that uh, um, she, she's not really afraid. Mm. She's more outgoing. Yeah. She was wearing uh, short, <laughs> short okay. pants. No, you, you were saying I must say. Yes. yes. So that's one of the things. Okay. Um, you know, I, 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 I think because I'm, I think I'm more reserved. Yeah. She was a bit more. I, I think when you're more reserved, you sort mm. you feel very attracted to the person mm. who's more. Like how do they do it? Yeah, and and they can they seem more fun. They will actually um, give you what you are missing, Mm. what you want to venture out to. Mm. So uh, that's me. I'm a reserved person, Mm. and I think I enjoy bubbly people. Mm. It's easier to engage into uh, conversation with them. With them, okay. So that's where it started. Sure. Yeah. And the next question is uh, for you, Do When did you decide you want to marry <laughs> your? When, 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 when your decide? We got married in 2015. Now uh-huh. I'm trying to go back in years. Yeah. I think it was around about 2014. Is uh, it? We, 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 after the 2012 uh, era, mm. I left Lesotho, went yeah. to another totally project. Totally unromantic. <laughs> then we. Um, we did a long distance thing. Okay. And as you know, long distance has its troubles of its own. Yeah, yeah. So I remember at some point we went on and off mm. and thing. And um, uh, until I think at some stage I realized how much I was standing to lose yeah. if I didn't have her close to me. Sure. So we got together and um, I think she left again. Mm. Uh, there, there were just a few things that attracted me to her, mm. you know, seeing her like maybe the, the first instance that mm. I told about her, about her. and um, I think I saw her passion as well, passion.
compassion towards kids. Mm. Um, you know, I said to myself, I really like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so the, the story is we met in 2012. Mm. So after 2012, we became friends and like we were like at that terrible, like to be real, that terrible phase where we're not sure whether this is friendship or <laughs> what's happening. Is there yeah. something legit <laughs> going on? And mm. we had like a really confused stage going on, but we loved each other's company. So we were like out and about with each other mm. everywhere, literally everywhere. Like you'd be like, oh, I'm gonna go. To the museum i want to go see this and like oh don't you want to come along i want to go shopping like literally yeah. like i want to go cross the border and do like a bank trans- <laughs> transaction and like don't you want to come do a bank transaction with me <laughs> across the border yeah. and we like literally would do that that, mm. that like it was a really good hype mm. and then um it fell because yeah. obviously he left yes, and people yes. like oh what you fed oh well, who are you oh yeah whatever and, like, people were really happy that Sure. Our relationship didn't materialize for yeah. whatever reason. Like yeah. that, my circle was like completely chuffed. You know what I mean? Wow. They were like, "Oh yeah, we knew, we knew." So um, he went and he worked in Joburg. Mm. I was still in varsity. I finished varsity, and we still not really gelling because yeah. you know, so many dynamics, mm. cultural dynamics, and long distance dynamics, mm. religion dynamics. All of that, you know, yeah. in that um, in that whole thing. So I finished graduating and I, I get a, a job at, at Verts. I mm. move um, to Joburg. Mm. Then we started talking again, you know. Yeah. But still, it's like, you know, something wasn't really jelly. Yeah. Like things were not really coming together as we would like to. So it's totally mm. an, a romantic, unromantic journey that we'd have. So um, after that time, I, I got a job back at home, left Joburg. So... Mm was like when I went back because I felt like this is like you know a shaky ground I was like yeah. I don't want to be it wasn't fun anymore mm. because like you just don't know what's going on it's on and off so I said I don't want to like sort of t- send him a table like mm. no, I don't want to talk to you anymore I just mm. want this to end mm. you know I really want it to end I want it to be over it's mm. not fun anymore yeah so we like completely not spoke <laughs> for some, I think it was like six, five weeks yeah. of talking and then when he came back he really like was serious I think he had made a decision mm. I don't know, he can tell you what made him decide to <laughs> uh, be firm on his decision mm. because the whole time he was like a bit unsure and I was like a bit unsure about him mm. he was not sure who wants to be with someone that's yeah. not sure about yeah. you <laughs> so he can tell you um yeah, how that, how did he tell, how, <laughs> yeah, basically what made him to be sure about that relationship? Yeah, no, like, it's like I just said, it's that, um, you know, uh, I think I enjoyed her company. Mm. Because in the midst of all, like, us being together, we did a lot of things, mm. mountain hiking and whatnot. So you get to know the person and you really, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's very nice dating someone. Yeah. 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 It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's, it's, so, mm. so I miss that. Mm. And um, I used to see her pictures and post also on Facebook. <laughs> Why would I not talk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't block him. So, <laughs> you know, you'd see that, you'd see that cute face. Like, <laughs> Aww. <laughs> yeah. It was a 
picture specifically for him because mm. he doesn't like specific I can see <laughs> there was a picture with when I was doing some event with the kids and yeah. he thought that that was it yeah no it, it, it really grabbed me somehow yeah. I think I think um, you know sometimes we what we see mm. you, know, you know when they talk about uh, I know maybe it doesn't fall under the love languages mm. But what what you the way you carry yourself, you know, sometimes it's it's it's, it's appealing. Mm. You know? So I think for me, it just reminded me of her, yeah, and, and uh, her heart, mm. basically. Yeah. So yeah, that led to many other. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not that I don't like specifics. Yeah. It's sometimes it's a bit difficult to pinpoint. Yeah, we exactly. Yeah. Oh, maybe if you interview me two days from now, I'll remember something else. Yeah, like remember the time when you had the dream, and then you completely was like. Yeah, I had yeah. a dream after I'd met her for two days. Mm. She's wearing a gown. Wearing wow. A gown, gown to me, and I was like, no, Lord. <laughs> not this one. No. <laughs> oh. Yeah, literally, was like yeah. Yeah. two days after. Wow. If not even one. Wow. Yeah, like she was coming down the aisle. Mm. And, and I think it's even the same venue, eh? Wow. When, when we actually got married. Yeah. Because we got married in our door. Yeah, I think. Yeah. No, I'm just the uphill mm. situation. Mm. So she's coming. Wow. We, we got married in a garden wedding thing. Amphitheater. Yeah, amphitheater oh, wow. set up. Yeah. But it's just grass, but it's just that it's a bit uphill. Yeah. Mm. yeah so. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, nope, she's too wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And then what? What? What have you learned about your partner in marriage that you didn't know when you were dating? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Some of these you need to No, but but. Uh, can I? Can I just point? Like, I'm gonna say some. Yes. Some of them, and then Hansi will say some. Yeah. So sure. Sure. Come. So I think I found out that she's 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 wise. Oh. You know when you <laughs> when you are alone, yeah. you make your decisions and, and everything. Mm. And sometimes, I think her being a wild self, herself, and and younger than me, yeah. some of these things you underestimate. Yeah. You know. And but when you when they start to say something that you say, oh, this is actually making sense. Mm. And also, mm. I think with, with with certain things that are in my personality. Mm. Um, they whatever I lack yeah. thereof, then you see, then she sort of makes up for that. She's mm. like um, an angel defender kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm angel. <laughs> because um, like maybe another part of my life was um, uh, there's a lot of things I lost, mm. uh, and I lost because of maybe how I handled certain inst- issues mm. and how I um, related to people yeah but in that state in my state of weakness now if mm. ever I had to come to her then she's there mm. to, to sort of say hey mm. um, <laughs> she's the nicest he's ever Aww. put it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so I think that's the one part that I've learned about her that I didn't know she's funny yeah, I think I learned that he's a really trusting person. Yeah. Um, yeah, like it's a good thing to have, but um, 
like it, it it really works either way like you can be too trusting and yeah. you can just be trusting and he's one of those too trusting people like mm. he really believes in the spirit of people and that they really genuine yeah. you know what i mean like yeah if someone did something wrong to him the first instinct is like he thinks about what made him think that way you know what i mean so it's yeah. like he's really thoughtful something that i'm not yeah like i'm really like i'm a watcher like i yeah. don't trust it. i like i'm like i really yeah. like I'm like okay let's let's go through that again yeah what just happened and i i'm a sensor in mm. like an all-round like i said so he's yeah. like a person who's really trusting um but i also learned and this is like a core like one of the two cores of our relationship that he's a really he's a he's a good listener yeah like he's a how do i say it? he really listens yeah like he's a good that's right for a guy yeah and he's a he's a learner yeah like he's a he's what i, I call a teachable spirit mm. you know what i mean like he really can learn and unlearn things you know yeah. like, which helps because when you come in a relationship you, you have things that you come with yeah, 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 that may yeah. not necessarily contribute well to the marriage so if you are willing to learn and you yeah. want a teachable spirit then that really works well yeah so he's that and also the other thing that i don't know if i like or hate um, <laughs> is that he's a he's 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 more of a father, like he's in his, like I don't know, he's a protector and like mm. a father type of person, which is yeah. like I'm fun. So mm. sometimes I can like, like, <laughs> like come on, like can't you just play? And he's like, no, gotta get this done. Yeah, like let's get that, let's get that going, let's get that thing done. Like yeah. he's a doer, literally, and I'm, I'm like a little laid back. Yeah, <laughs> so that can get frustrating, but it's also good, like to have someone who. Plans yeah. and who does I call him the spreadsheet guy, mm. like because he has a, a whole life on a spreadsheet, wow. <laughs> like our finances and and so that 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 really works well. Yeah, you know, because you need someone who's, who's like, like that. that. <laughs> sure. Yeah, and in 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 he's funny. Yeah, like people don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. People so don't know. Very, very serious <laughs> and very straight, yeah. and you are no, the one. The whole no, it's funny. So if we go out, yeah, I would literally say what I'm thinking at the time, and we'd have a laugh at it. But he's he's like a collector, so he'd collect all like that happens at yeah. day when you get home. He's like, did you see? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, did you see? Mm. And then he totally says something that is bizarre that can only remain within these walls. Yeah. And I'm like, people must never know. <laughs> must never know. <laughs> this about you so he's really fun and outgoing but he like in in a private space which yeah. is really private i think people know that about it mm-hmm. he's a really private person mm-hmm. um he doesn't like public aff- what is it public affection. affection yeah you know displaying affection in public okay he's i guess still working on that but you know that's <laughs> another thing that i learned mm. So there's a whole lot of things to learn when yo, there's yeah. a lot. There's a lot. Sure. He values culture as well. It's yeah. very cultural. Yeah. Um it, it's a good thing to have, but it's one of it's been one of the challenging things in our marriage. Yeah. So yeah. I think if you if you were single and you're thinking to get in a relationship, you need to talk about cultural dynamics. Because yeah. I'm from a different culture, a different yeah. country altogether. Yeah. And he's from another. Yeah. So if you meet people if you're single you're meeting people across your culture or mm. across your race mm. there are certain things that you really need to discuss before sure. marriage and be on the same page you might not even be on the same page with which you need counseling for it or yeah. someone exterior to 
yeah. kind of align you, yes, you know, yes. so that you you guys can see perspective. But people who you know in culture, we're really objective about our own cultures. Yeah, we think our cultures are okay. You yeah. know what I mean? And anything that is outside of our culture, it, it really it's it feels foreign. So yeah. it's not easy to welcome. Mm-hmm. So I think if you're single and you want to get in a relationship, you need yeah. to discuss race differences, culture. cultural yeah. differences. And religion dynamics, yeah, you know, yeah, they, all of those things. So mm-hmm. I think that's that's one of the things. <laughs> How many minutes are giving us? Um, not that, you guys can talk away. Yeah. 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 Okay. You can come back. Yeah, we'll come back. Okay. Um. Uh, what do you wish you could have done more of when you were single? In what areas of your life would you, or do you wish you could have spent more time on? You're saying single before yeah. we even met. Before, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Sure. There's quite a lot. I think on my side, there's quite a lot that uh, maybe I'm, I'm still dealing with. Yeah. Personally, so I think one is self-esteem. Yeah. Maybe not being haste on certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the other one? Um, and, 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 and basically using your time for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah using your time for, for, for yourself. I wish I could have done that because I think it would have helped me for self discovery. Yeah. Um, I think I, I, I grew up in a space where you were in a, you're in a family setup. Yeah. Learn to obey your parents, and you do as your, as your parents say. <laughs> and yeah. uh, in the in, I mean, in the mix of that, mm. you sent you, you sort of forget what, or you never really discover who you are, mm. and uh, find yourself. Mm. Like, like uh, we grew up in a in a place where okay, it was work, and mm. then you went to school mm. and went to church yeah. that's where you spend your time yeah. and and uh, mind you our churches where we grew up it was the culture was mm. the only time where young people meet there was always going to be um, service going on so we never really had a lot of fun to yeah. say okay time for me yeah trip with the boys trip with whatever and also i think on that, yeah. sure. Anything, anything else? Uh, what else? What? Yeah, I said confidence. Yeah. I said that's a yes. In what? In what? Um, okay. As a guy, I think actually that's another thing I'm realizing now. This isn't part of my questions, but um, we with with women, it's easier for us to work on our self esteem, or it's 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 expected of us to kind of look into that and kind of you know try to get it right but with men it's assumed that you guys mm. are just naturally yeah. confident and yeah, naturally yeah. Um, have diffi- a high self esteem yeah. it's, it's difficult I think maybe for whoever is going to be reading or listening <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just difficult in the sense mm. as a guy like you say you expected to see a girl 
Yes. Let me just maybe talk about the relationship. Mm -hmm. You expected to see a girl and then you're supposed to chase and go after that girl. Yeah. Because that's the girl you like. Yeah. And 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 true, you do like her, but yeah. it's it's also very difficult to to approach a girl in mm. in, 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 in in this topic to say, hey, I, I like you, or even say, hey, I love you, whichever yeah. sense, uh, whichever language that we, that we use, and mm. um, it, it remains a secret yeah. to you. So I think when I grew up, I had a lot of those instances. Mm. You understand and. Uh, so it becomes an issue. You know that you you know I would love to do one, two, and three, but yeah. you just can't. So sometimes it's for a good reason that maybe you never got exposed a lot. But yeah. um, I'm just saying, in a sense of, if you would like to venture into a relationship mm. at a young age, mm. you will not get to do it if you lack mm. confidence. Mm. The only thing that can drive you mm. is peer pressure mm. to do. They will, they will pressurize you in a way that maybe you take a stab at it mm. and uh, eventually maybe it will work out for you but mm. it's yeah and you must understand self-esteem is like core in a relationship yeah. if, if a guy doesn't have it mm. for shape a lot of jealousy will come mm. you know and it will be like oh who did you you know yeah. who are you talking to who did you you know, it, it really contributed, even leads to abuse in some yeah. instances. So mm. it really is needs to be a thing that we speak about as mm. as, as a society, the confidence of, of men. Yeah. And even it starts even how they raise. Like if if I could tell you for instance how he was mm. brought up, you know, he had like issues of being bullied and guys yeah. don't really talk about no, that much. No. And that really does lead to you questioning yourself yeah. and thinking, Yeah, maybe I'm not the best yeah. you know what I mean we're yeah. born with the inability to feel like we're the best but yeah. there's like a lot of dynamics friends you know mm. bullying people who like let you think that you're not the best mm. so by the time like you go all around and you don't talk about that as a guy mm. by the time you get married mm. this is where like all these things come out sure. you know this is where you get to learn okay my partner is not confident mm. and that's where I guess the 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 joy of partnership is because yeah. that's where the other partner says, "No, oh, no, you're fine. Yeah, like you, you're okay. Like yeah. he's like I also struggled, and I think I told you about this. Yeah, with insecurities, mm. I was too harsh on how I look and yeah. and how I, you know, like he says, I'm confident. And at the time when he met me, I was like overly confident. <laughs> I was very vocal, and I get a, like, a lot of backlash for being vocal. Yeah. Or, saying my thoughts yeah um and then i thought i started questioning myself like mm. should i not say should i not speak yeah you know sh do i need to be silent because even the guys who like because i was mainly friends with guys yeah they really thought i was overly vocal they doubted that i didn't get married <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not gonna get married you're not gonna get married with yeah. that attitude so that spoke to me yeah. really deeply because then it made me feel inadequate it made yeah. me feel that i was not yes we need to understand and and, and and this is this is your question now yeah when you're married you need to understand that it may be okay for you to not get married mm. we are not born inevitably to be in a relationship with other people yeah so the way i did it was mm. that i spent my whole time preparing to be you know the partner of someone else sure. that may have or have not come 
Yo. So I lost a lot of the things that I could have done yeah. for myself yeah. during that time because you think that as a girl or as a lady, yeah. you need to be in preparation mm. to be married yeah. at some point. Mm. That's good, but you also need to remember the purpose of your whole entire being mm. is not relying on, on you being married to another being. Yeah. So what are you going to do if you don't get married? You spend yeah. all of that time preparing to be someone's sure. wife that you lost yourself yeah. completely. Like you lost who you are. You yeah. lost... I mean, I, I could have... There's, there's a lot of things that I could have done, obviously, mm. like um, focusing on myself, you know, traveling the world yeah. and all of the things. And I had many opportunities to mm. myself that I could have done at that time. Yeah. But the whole time I kept on thinking, well, I need to be someone's mm. wife. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think that's the thing that I would tell single people to mm. be cautious of, mm. that you have a purpose singing. I mean, even as we got married, it took us a while to realize that we are together, but yeah. we still, you know, we have our own journey. We have our own purpose in life. Yeah. And we can't kill that. Because yeah. at first, when you came, it was like, whoa, <laughs> you know, we made Come it all about point. us. <laughs> like, yeah. And then at some point, we're like, oh, I am my whole being. Mm. You know what I mean? And I need to be me. Yeah. I need to fulfill my destiny as me. Mm. Even though I'm married to this person, yeah. even though I was not, I could have not be married to this person. Yeah. I still have a destiny to fulfill, and I think this thing hit me so hard because a couple of years ago mm. I lost my brother, so I was in depression for like two. Because he, it's 2016 when my son was born. Yeah. Um, same day, mm. my brother was being buried, so I struggled with that for like two years, sure. and I was very angry at God. Yeah. Who might know the story or might not. Mm. So when I was angry at God, I was like so mad at God. Mm. Like you took away my sisters, mm. you taking away my brother. You know, mm. I, I'm a, like you want me to be alone. Like mm. you know what? And God said you you are on your own journey. Sure. You could have been dead sure. literally, but mm. I saved you and I took you to a whole different yeah. culture, different people for yeah. you to be there because sure. I was d- adopted and lived. In South Africa, mm. me and I had no relations with my siblings. Yeah. And God said, You're on your journey on your own. Yeah. You don't, I don't owe you an explanation for sure. anyone. Not yeah. even your spouse. Mm. You know what I mean? We always, like, and, and I could say this to young women, like, when you get married, it's sort of like high dependence on this human being. You know sure. what I mean? And God said, I can take away anyone. You're at any time mm. you know what I mean mm. you need to be on your own journey mm. you need to find yourself on your own journey that if I take away anyone from your life mm. you know, you're not going to die with them because mm. that's what happened I died with my brother mm. so it's, it's it's all of those things when you need to self-nourish mm. self-preservation maybe this sounds a little narcissistic but self-preservation is yeah. important as well yeah time for yourself is important and mm. this is difficult if you are single because yeah. there's a high demand on your parents yeah high demand on society mm. high demand on your job mm. you know mm-hmm. you need to do you need to be a person who's who doesn't aggravate people or who doesn't get out of the expectations of people there's so much expected of you when you're single you know if if, if you need to help out financially you probably even if you, you needed that money for something else, you'd sacrifice it. And there's nothing bad with that, but you just need to find a balance when you're mm. single. 
as much as you want to be the loved uh, person, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you want everyone to approve of you, mm. you need to make decisions for yourself. Exactly. And I think that's 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 what we miss as single. That's what mm. I missed, you know, being single. <laughs> that I needed to make decisions yeah. for myself, you know, and mm. I was too worried about being okay for everyone else, mm. you know, okay in my society, okay my family okay especially church yeah <laughs> like i think that's church consumed most of my time so i i really wanted to do well there yeah. <laughs> i don't know why i don't know why I, you know it was it was good thing it yielded great things yeah now that i think about it i, I know um, um those conferences i would have missed to go traveling mm. you know i would have missed the church conference to go traveling mm that I can do now because mm-hmm. I understand my relationship with God better. Yeah. At the time I didn't so I thought that was a thing to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I could go on. <laughs> I could go on all day about sure. what you guys need to do. But mm-hmm. the most important thing is that you are a soul. You are a person full on your own and sure. you don't need anything to complete you. You mm-hmm. will and you might get married. That's great. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's not the ultimate goal. The yeah. ultimate goal is for you to find your path. Mm-hmm. Be content in your path yeah. and pursue your path sure. in this life. Yeah. Wow. Do you want to add anything to? <laughs> <laughs> the next question is, um, what three things should single people know about choosing a significant other? Now that you, now that you're married and you're kind of not that, I'm saying you can end it, but. <laughs> But what? But it can be three, it can be more, it can be less. You know, what's just the one thing that if you could give advice to single yeah. people about choosing spirituality? Incompatibility. So. Must be. Must be compatible. There should be. Um, we should drive towards the same direction. Mm. Yeah, I think that's that's important. Yeah. may not be strong yeah. <laughs> it may not be strong at the beginning mm. you understand but um, we should be able to communicate mm. and, uh, and I think friendship is core cool. I think that mm. that for me sums up like everything else yeah. you need to be friends more than anything you yeah. know what I mean like because that's what sustains yeah. a healthy relationship because I we, you see couple that don't relate yeah, yeah. that are married but don't relate to one another because they're mm. not friends like they can't hang out together yeah you're there to make babies or yeah. you know <laughs> i don't know but for us and um, for me core is spirituality because it's when you kind of know mm. like where this is going yeah. you're not clear about what his spirituality is mm. how he's in relation to god or gods in some people's life you know you will be Utterly frustrated. Yes, with that person. Because he's with God and you are with God, mm. or vice versa. You are with God, mm. you know, and he's with a God. Mm. So that that can ultimately be frustrating. I'm coming to the word purpose. Yeah. You guys need to have a purpose of why you're getting married. Sure. You know, if the purpose of you getting married is like wearing matching t-shirts oh. <laughs> showing up in public <laughs> you know having a house and having cars mm. that can easily end mm. but if your purpose is like we want to change 
generations so, with our marriage. You know, yeah. we want to impart on our children to become mm. better people in society, world changes, global changes. Yeah. That can be a bigger drive than you just um, um, owning cars or, you know mm. what I mean? Um, yeah, and a lot of people don't know the purpose of marriage. Sure. So the purpose, the sole purpose of marriage mm. is for you to find what's God's calling for your marriage. Yeah. And a lot of people may not really know what that is all about. Yeah. So you need to know what the calling of marriage is. Yeah. You know, there was even a book we had to read that just speaks about what is the purpose, what is the calling. Mm. What does it mean to be married? It's yeah. a covenant. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's it's not a covenant that goes away because now you're divorcing. Yeah. So what happens in a covenant is that there's kids that get born in a, yeah. co- in a it's a covenant basically yeah. so all of these things you need to know when you mm. before you get married that you're entering into a covenant yeah you you have to know the purpose of what your relationship is mm. where 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 do you want to see it? you have to have a vision for it for it you mm. know so all of these things are are, are, are core yeah when you want because if you get married without a reason you can easily come out because you won't even remember why you got in in the first place. Sure. So I'd say you need to know it's a covenant. Yeah. And it, when you divorce, the covenant stays because mm. that's what a covenant is. Mm. And even though you may divorce as children mm. that are as a result of your covenant, mm. and they get affected. Yeah. So all of these things are things you need to think about. You need to think about this person now being a father yeah. to your kids and sure. how that will relate. So if you're really discontent about their behavior yeah. and their influence or how they easily influence, then you mm. might worry about how this person will now role model mm. in a marriage because mm. a marriage is all about role modeling. Yeah. So if you if you, this person hasn't dealt with most of their issues yeah you're gonna be you must know that you are preparing yourself to be utterly frustrated that with might they... lead to your divorce when you want sure. to get married to this person they haven't dealt with any of their issues and this will translate mm. to your kids it will translate to you mm. it will translate to your family yeah and we haven't even mm. got started on what an, an extended family or yeah. what family does to a marriage that's not solidified sure so if if his relations with his family is unquestionable yeah you might think in the future that you're gonna be frustrated when you get married because he comes with that yeah so those are the things to look out to mm. if if his moral ground is frustrating mm. this might not be the person ready for marriage sure because it comes along and it's 10 times worse in marriage so yeah. whatever issues i have yeah and i had issues and he had issues as mm. well we didn't come as people with no issues. Yeah. So whatever issues I had ten times more in marriage. Mm. If I had fatherly issues, they come <laughs> tripled yeah. in marriage. He has to deal with that. If he had insecurity issues, he comes in the marriage ten times that. You mm. need to you need to think ahead and think that's the things oh, you need to do. Things. And when you decide, when you do because we're not gonna get married to a perfect human being. Absolutely. When you do decide to get married, you need to know that these are the things that are. Um, I'll be dealing with am I ready or am I prepared to be dealing with those things that, that will be your ultimate decider mm. if you're going to get married you need to be realistic mm. that these are the issues I will have to deal with mm. <laughs> yeah 10 times more than what I see sure yeah okay, I wanted to say maybe what uh, the question again was um 
what you would tell single people um, or three things that single people should know about choosing a significant mm. other? Okay, I would say it should be someone who is willing to be open-minded mm. and someone who is not... Uh, um, don't come in with uh, certain expectations yeah. of how this should be. Yeah. yeah. Understand? Okay. You, you, when you have a picture of how you want your but say in a case it's not as you, you imagine. thought yeah. it's going to be, it yeah. shouldn't crush a marriage and say let's call it quits yeah. since you don't like us wearing matching <laughs> yeah. you understand so then now suddenly the whole relationship is mm. is doomed yeah. because there were expectations mm. so I, I, I think going into marriage you, you, you can desire certain things but yeah. say in the case mm. it doesn't turn out the way Mm. Uh, perhaps there's a reason. Maybe there's it's a reason to protect you, or yeah. it's a reason to protect your partner. Sure. You, we must just be people who are willing to see what God has in store for us. Mm. Maybe in the place of that. Maybe mm. it's because each 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 marriage mm. is designed by God. You mm. see? So you see the one thing with her, she yeah. likes uh, I want that language is uh, service. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so you know now the terms being served and culturally it doesn't really work mm. if it's if it's female. directed to the wife uh, okay okay it, yeah it's it's no matter where you look at it from from whichever um, um side of the relationship mm-hmm. you look but um, you know, in that aspect, mm. so she she loves the acts of service. I also like acts of service. But yeah, now, you're severed heart. Yes, mm. yeah, yeah. So, but so but now, but but now to contradict. Mm. But now, if 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 I say no, mm. a, a, a man must be served this way, and a woman must mm. serve the man, mm. and that's how it is. Yeah, it does it. Then I think that that kills it a bit. So yeah. we, we must be open minded to yeah. say. Mm. And this is a, uh, a marriage that's going to be molded our way sure. and not as the next yeah. door neighbor's yeah. marriage. Yeah. Yes. You see, I could be hanging up close, but the guy next door. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> happened. <laughs> yeah. Let's say no, like, what Where's your wife? Yeah. Oh, so, wow. Then, you understand? It can't yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's a big struggle in marriage because yeah. society expects certain mm. on women. Uh, I can't even begin. I'm currently going through the series of what is expected of a woman when sure. she gets married. It's, yeah. Wow, it's overwhelming. Mm. It's it's absolutely it's a lot yeah. for someone's child. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I want to say in my own language, but mm. it's like, it's a suit. It's just, it's too much for mm. someone's child. Mm. You have expectations that you need to consistently meet. Sure. If, you, if you miss one, mm. you do it. Yeah. If you miss one, you do it. So it's, it's, it's important mm. what you say, that your marriage needs to be designed by the both of you. And yeah. 
it's really hard to try and block out exterior expectations, family expectations, societal expectations of what they want to see in a marriage. Yeah. You know, and that's been the biggest struggle I think in our marriage because we have a clear vision of what it is that we're doing. But yeah. from the outside it might not look as beautiful as as they expect it to be. Like mm-hmm. he's saying. He he would do things, he would like change a nappy. Yeah. In our culture that that will erase I don't know how many bars mm. in people's <laughs> you know, they they will see it and they will not approve of it. Mm. So you definitely have to have you have to be like he says, open minded in a yeah. relationship that you're not gonna you're not get into marriage um, designed by anyone or yeah. you're not getting to a marriage to fulfill anyone's expectations mm. but your own. You need to solidify your marriage. Yeah. You need to right or wrong, whatever you think right is and whatever you think wrong is. Mm. That might clash with a lot of people yeah. in, in society. You need to be I think for me what I've learned in the marriage that you need to be prepared yeah. for backlash. Sure. That when that comes you don't fall apart. Because mm. when people say I don't approve of your marriage, mm. I don't approve of how mm treat they'll say how you treat your husband mm. as opposed to how he treats you mm. if he treats you well they say you're mistreating him sure that you know is what I mean? true you, you see yeah. you know what i mean you know it based in our culture mm. so all of those things is you need to be prepared to say no mm. um this is our marriage yeah and you know you need to protect your marriage mm. actually yeah after all of that you need to protect your marriage to you know your marriage is finite yeah people from outside you may love them yeah but your marriage is really the thing that you need to protect mm. so it's i think i would have been more prepared if someone had told me yeah like about all these dynamics all yeah. these cultural dynamics and how, she, how i should handle it yes yeah i think i think single people need to be actively prepared that um, as a wife getting into a marriage there are mm. a lot of expectations thousand more than the spouse yes and you need to be able to you feel some yeah <laughs> and some you may not be able to and mm. be able to handle the disappointment that mm. comes with the backlash from people yeah when you haven't fulfilled all of those expectations yeah yeah sure guys um if you could give yourself one piece of advice as a single person just one piece of advice up to back, like say if i was back yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'd, I'd say like I said yesterday mm. the text to be less critical of myself yeah I think I was very critical of my way of thinking yeah that was contrary to most people in my age way of thinking okay and my way of dressing <laughs> I guess I found a balance <laughs> I would wear like this mini oh, but I had the body for it you'd still do so I think I would really find my style yeah. because most of the time I was in my style but then I'll see people from church dressed in a certain way and then I'm like, oh, maybe let me just, yeah, you know, let me try that. <laughs> <laughs> so I would have been more liberal in my thinking hmm. and I would have been less critical in my my thinking patterns, my speaking patterns yeah. and my body shape because hmm. I think women, we worry about that a yeah. lot. Yeah. You know, like uh, what? Because I, I don't have a lot of bum, yeah. <laughs> so I think <laughs> I think 
think uh, a lot of it I had a beautiful body then because mm. I was like lean and you know what I mean mm. so I would have been less critical of my lack of bum <laughs> than, than anything yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's it yeah yeah I think a lot of things in my life now would have taken off. Yeah. yeah you understand? So I would, you know, but mm. I, I, I think had maybe believe had have been there because mm. you know what, whatever we are and, and the brand that we are, mm. if if you don't believe that it's you, you carry dynamite inside, mm. so, it just remains yeah. buried, and, and that's it. That's mm. it. Yeah. Um, okay, why do you think most young black people are discouraged from getting married? Why do they feel discouraged? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, right now, the reality is that if you, if you ask single young black people... Men and women. Men and women, especially yeah. men, I think. I think women, for whatever reason, we already, from a young age, we you kind change. of... You know, <laughs> But with and the challenges, obviously, it doesn't matter how many women want to get married if the men are not on the same. I can tell you that from the top of my head. What? The reason for that is culture. Yeah. One, because there's so much expectation to mm. fulfill if you want to yeah. get married. Sometimes you don't have the lobola money, yeah. the most important thing that yeah. helps you get married. Yeah. If you have it, you probably don't have enough. Sure. If you have enough, you probably don't have enough to cover all the cultural yeah. events that comes with that. If you have enough for the events, you don't have enough to fulfill the material things that need to come with the celebration. Sure. Yeah. So a lot of, of of couples that I know have not gotten married mm. because of you know the that that little thing. Elements, and and just yeah. being scared, I think. Yeah. Just like I think it I don't know, like when we got in it it was it felt a little bit like we were playing when we just, <laughs> when, we just when he proposed and I said yes, it was mm. like it was the most because it was uncultural. Yeah. Obviously, he yeah. like did the going down on the knees. Yeah. And we did that before the cultural yeah. thing. Then we, after that, we thought, whoa, we haven't figured out the culture, <laughs> the cultural thing to do this. And then we went back and we're like, what's the cultural thing to do? Yeah. And then we got guidance on that. Mm. And then it was it's tedious work. It's sure. It takes away the joy in getting married. Yeah. From my perspective. Yeah. I don't know if you share the same uh, sentiment. Look, I, I I have a few things in my mind, but I, maybe I have. Yeah. Um, one is men think women have, I don't know how their mothers work, sure. how they're working, yeah. they're independent, mm. they um, earn more than they do yeah. for some of their and some party a lot. Yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> true, no. Yeah, I'm true. giving you examples. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But now, what I think as well is that I think as humans we've evolved in such a way where we are we are we, we, we are more out of the box than we were mm. than, yeah. than our parents were. Mm. Mm. Now suddenly we think it's okay to live with a partner without being married. Mm. Yeah. Because we no longer are very much tied to culture. Mm. Okay. And then the God element as well mm. is sort of slipping away even yeah. if you find that a believer does go to uh, church yeah they're still living with their partner yes uh, it 
it's like our minds um I, I don't want to say liberated but what does that do to the marriage what does no, staying it's, together no, do it, it, to it, the marriage it, not marriage turning yeah. turning to the relationship yeah to the relationship mm. no well i don't know i'm just mm. telling you now we suddenly we are we 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 find we okay let me go to the lgbt mm. movement thing mm. suddenly there's a lot of people doing it girls they say because it's okay mm. there may be spiritual influences towards them but yeah. suddenly it's okay to even come out and say hey i'm I, i'm this mm. now what's happening with guys is that all all relationships they say i mean why should we get married mm. because we're living together everything is fine you have your big fat salary i have my own yeah. able to communicate yeah. and and most guys would hear them say getting married would spoil things mm. because now it means we need to uh, be too intimate when it comes to power mm. in the house okay and then there's other talks of no but the divorce rate is so high yeah now what happens i think as well is that um because now you 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 guys are, are two powerhouses mm. and it's a struggle to and uh, to combine them to unite yeah. so, and because there's a lot of things that you guys as a couple or individually haven't dealt with yeah you feel as if if you had to come into a relationship you're going to have you want to mess this up mm. yeah so there's fear Mm. Yeah. Mm. So there's sure. this fear yeah. into getting into this thing. Yeah, and just to be clear, um for the record is is marriage um I think people have demon like yeah. It's sort of like a, a demon that takes away the yeah. the, the fun yeah. in the relationship. Yeah, and then it's, it's been demon de- what's the word? Demonized. Demonized, yeah. demonized yeah. to to say like yeah, yeah, we have it sex that the married people you know what I mean and then as single people we yeah. see that yes. they're just like wait a minute if I get married I mean, yeah no I gotta let go of that part of my life yeah <laughs> so it's it's been demonized to be seen and some uh, to be something that is not you know it's to be something that sucks the fun out of people yeah. and it shouldn't be that way yeah like it, it is Actually, more. I think we've had more fun being married than yeah. we had dating. We had hard time dating. Yeah. And if we dated a little bit longer, we would have broken up. Sure. If we met a little bit off than when we met, we wouldn't have ended up together. So yeah. it's 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 really it's not the the fun sucking thing. Mm. It's, it's it really is fun. It really. I think we. And another man think that it's gonna just kill your freedom because yeah. now you need to. Yeah. To someone. Yeah. And, uh, it's, yeah. But it's not. It's it's really it's it's fun. Yeah. And we, we if anyone wants to get married, I mean they should not even think twice. <laughs> <laughs> just do it. Okay. Just do it. Don't overthink it. Mm. Mm. Um. Okay. And then. Sure, I think you guys in the questions you've covered so many things like my you've kind of summed so many of my questions. So <laughs> um the last three questions are kind of a just a fun kind of um closing. What is your marriage verse? We don't have a marriage verse. <laughs> we really don't. Do we have a marriage verse? No. Or a verse that you think of when you think of your marriage. No. Doesn't necessarily have to be anything set like you guys have written no. it down. No. Not. We don't relate to one another in 
verses. <laughs> like, I don't mean to, to break anyone's religion. Yeah. We don't relate to each other like that. We okay. relate to each other very humanly. Okay. We are but very... What, what, no, I think one will be the same. I know. No, like what, 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 what is it that um, maybe holds us when things are falling apart? Yeah. Kind of a... thing. Something that gets us going and yeah. keeps us like a... grounded and mm. keeps us in line, like a marriage verse. Yeah. I, think it's to, I think it's to be quite honest with one another. Yes, I think, but it's also about destiny for us. Like so. what, what it is that we... Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's not like we don't. We not a, like a, we don't have a verse where we say this is the verse that yeah. keeps us together. We don't have it because we just don't relate to one another in verses like that. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. We relate very humanly towards okay. one another and. Okay. But what is I think what 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 um. Uh, what it's you've said. it's God. It's yeah. just that the glue of our marriage is sure. God. It always has been. I think. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. we different. You can tell. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we sure. different many opinions, but at the end of the day, the only thing that we ask ourselves in marriage is like, yeah. how does this relate? Like in terms of scriptures, how yeah. does this relate in terms of you know God and the purpose of our marriage? Like mm-hmm. you see, but it stays no less. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. And then, um, what is the one thing you wish you said more to your spouse? Or what are the things you wish you said more? I think I, I would uh, tell them how much I appreciate it. Oh. <laughs> and mm. that he really is like, I don't know, he's really thoughtful. Yeah. A serving person at heart. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes more than he should. <laughs> but I, I really appreciate that mm. part that he's, yeah, I can't, I can't tell you, I can't see myself marrying anyone else. Yeah. I think it would be a utterly frustrating for myself <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i really ap- appreciate his wisdom i think mm. i never tell him how he always thinks like i think a lot but yeah he, he's in a subtle in a, in a really calm mm. he's wise like sure he carries so much wisdom in him mm. and i'm very like hot tempered yeah and he's very like strategic thinking and, mm. and i think i would tell him that he's thought process is out completely okay yeah you know what i mean how you think and which is different from how i think mm. is completely okay sure you know i would tell him that more i think <laughs> uh i think i would need to tell her um, more about how she needs to uh, fulfill what god I want to tell her more things that will build her up yeah. more. Yeah. To, to strategically line her up mm. to understand. Yeah. Um, I, I think I, I say a lot of her love. <laughs> I, I say, yes, I can say them more. Daily. Um, but what I want is, I, my, my, my comment is mm. based on building her up. Mm. She's she's here in, in, in this town. She comes yeah. from a different country. certain way in terms of her, um, her, her career mm. and her artistic self. Yeah. So now, her being here, 
it, it, it's good. Mm. She's doing well as my wife. Mm. There's, I think there's just that aspect that's still outstanding that needs to be attended to. Mm. So I think for my part, saying, I need to say more words that will actually build her up and, and, and encourage, and, encourage and not make the fire die. Oh. You understand? Yeah. Because maybe on my part, what I've done, I've, I've managed maybe to... to um, what was misdirected? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Misdirected to directed that. Right? You wanted to minimize. No. And yeah. then you ended up switching, <laughs> off. switching off. No, I didn't really switch you off, by the way. Mm. What, what happened was, I think it's responsibility of being a mom. Yeah. Location. Yeah. And um, relationship. Mm. You know, one thing with her that she did awesome is that uh, when we, when we, before we got married, I said mm. to her, because... I think it was a bit difficult for me at the time, so there was debt that I had running mm. over me. And I said to her, No, listen, let's get married, but don't quit your job mm. in the studio. Mm. Because, uh, I mean, the studio in Swaziland, sometimes we shouldn't look at them as a far, far yeah. away place. Yeah. Okay? So, what it means is that I could be able to see you from home mm. in a month, six Mm. It's there. There are people who run relationships. One is in Bumalanga, one is in Joburg, one yeah. is in Bumalanga, mm. one is in KZN. Mm. Proper relationship. Mm. Okay, married. Mm. So I suggested that to her. That listen, let's do this such mm. that you don't need to wait for me. Mm. And she said no. Mm. She wants to prioritize the marriage wow. and not her career. Wow. You understand, yeah, and, yeah, and, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Love, love is real. I mean, careers will always have.